Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. If you're going duck shooting next weekend, let me know. Where's your spot around the country? Don't give me your coordinates. I'm not going to come and poach your ducks. <laughs> but let me know if you're excited and where you're going to have be. Have you got one of those, uh, I'm not sure what they're called, so I'm going to sound like a dick, but have you got one of those quacker things? Yeah, it's like a whistle thing. Have you got like one of those? Like a duck caller? Yeah, well, that's, what, that's what it is, yeah. Have you got one of those? Yeah, we got a couple. I'm, oh, yeah, do, do you have I'm, a practice I'm, run? Like, I'm pretty hopeless. I'm, I'm having my first rugby game for the season today, so I have a practice mouth guard run like a couple of days before to get it all wetted up. Do you have a practice, what's it called, a duck caller? No, I don't, Mick. Anyway, so that's, <laughs> I just wanted to say, uh, if you're looking forward to that in a week's time, well done and good on you. It's very, very exciting times. All right, let's rip back into the mail run proper for the next hour. Loveracing.nz forward slash ownership. That's where you go have a look at for all sorts of ownerships and ownership opportunities. And there are ownership opportunities on different levels. One level in particular, which is quite prominent, is, well, if you have a stud farm, you like to race mares and fillies to get a bit of black type to increase your breeding. Um, Brent Taylor and Trelawney Stud, they've been dead set flying. The colours have been going so well over the last wee while, and Brent's on the line with us now. Morning, mate. How are you today? Yeah, really, really well, actually. Hey, um, to Alyssa goes around one last time today. What does she mean to you and Cherry? Oh, she's been a wonderful mare for us. It's, um, and my uh, sister in Sydney, her brother-in-law, and my mum, we all raced it together. We bred it together. Uh, one of a out of a filly that we bought together a few years ago that showed a bit of promise but not enough, so we ended up trading her and keeping this filly. And she's um, just just been a re- revelation. She's been a lot of fun to race. She's always put a, 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 an effort in, and she's just a lovely animal. Brett, she's been as you said a wonderful mare, but she's also had those little little niggles that some mares get in a couple of the joints. Is it a case today that she could go on, but you want to retire her when she's nice and sound and happy and get her ready for stud? Or is she getting to the end of the line physically? Uh, probably a combination of both. You know, she, she over the last sort of few starts, and certainly in Wellington, a start or two ago, she just wasn't happy about uh, racing. Uh, and, you know, she's had a few niggling issues. Rob Hitchcock, our vet, and, and uh, Robert and Roger have done a wonderful job along with the the team in the stable to keep her fresh. She goes to the water treadmill a lot at, at Margaret Park, uh, and that helps. Uh, but you know, if she'll go to she'll she'll run really well today. I'm confident of that, and um, uh, you know, we're really happy to retire her sound. And uh, there's nothing much left in the season here for her. She's not a great traveller, so Brisbane was the only opportunity. But we decided that was just going to be too tough for her. She doesn't like travelling much, so. Uh, Sending to Australia was not, was not going to be an option. Brent, I was watching television a couple of weeks ago. It was, I think it was Flemington. It was one of the big Melbourne tracks. And you guys had a win in your colours. And it's remarkable how your eyes instantly go to the colours you know. You must be very proud when you see your colours turn up at these tracks and they are respected and they are competitive because you're up against some pretty impressive colours over there. You're up against the, the blue of Godolphin. You're up against the Australian bloodstock. You're up against Chris Waller. Um, you must be proud that you and Cherry are able to achieve that on a quite a regular basis. Yeah, we are. We're very happy. We've got a, a great bunch of fillies and mares in training, and we've got some wonderful support by the trainers and the jockeys to help us get there. Uh, but one diva, she won super the other day. She's a, a talented um, sprinting mare. Uh, she's run a uh, fourth and two listed races, and she's won in town, both in Sydney and Melbourne, in the last uh, in the, her last little campaign. Uh, so she goes to Brisbane, 
there's a race a week for her, either fillies and mares, 11, 1,200 metres throughout the whole carnival. So she'll go up there uh, along with Zidane um, out of Melbourne for the Hayes guys. Uh, no luck in the last run, but she'll go up there and she'll run in the Hollandale uh, and then go on to the Doombin Cup and the, the Q22 of all going well. So those two mares will, um, are both in great shape going into a, a very competitive carnival. I heard you guys talk earlier on this morning. The Queensland carnival is just getting stronger and stronger. Uh, and if we end up with good tracks, they both enjoy good tracks up there. I think they'll uh, be competitive, but the competition's going to be tough. Oh, I appreciate you tuning into the first hour, Brett. That's very, very good of you. Hey, I know there's a, it's, it's an awesome... <laughs> Join the Good All Pundits Club. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ten your, ten <laughs> yeah, your yeah. Hey, um, I love... With what I love about the breeding industry in New Zealand is there's a real camaraderie be- between the studs, and I, I'm, sh- I'm, I'm assuming that some of your best mates are, you know, work in the breeding industry and involved with the studs. So when you see horses like... Um, what Little Avondale managed to produce and, and go over there and win those, knock off those big races like a, a new market with New Zealand stallions. Like, how proud does that make you on behalf of the breeding industry? Well, Sam and Cat are wonderful people. And to see a rocking horse go over there and Levante and, and uh, race up to the best of their sprinters on the day, and they were moaning and bitching and carrying on about this horse and that horse didn't get a run. Those two horses ran out of their skin, gave every every other horse an opportunity to beat them on both sides of the track, and ran super. Um, so yeah, that I, 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 that just underlines and underpins New Zealand form, which we all like to see. And, and Baluchi Bay, he's done a wonderful job for uh, Pooh and Canto for Sam and Cat up in Sydney as well. So it is great, and, and obviously Waikato Stutter had some good horses over there uh, this season as well. But um, I'm really looking forward to seeing some of our horses that are leaving New Zealand performing up in the in the uh, Brisbane Carnival. Uh, Tony obviously taking the team up there with one or two others. So I think it's going to be a wonderful time. Brett, I was in the Sydney sale recently and I was talking to, to Jerry there about your horses and all, all the things you guys get up to. And she said something to me which I'd never heard of about you. She said, oh, I'm not sure Brent's rallying this year. And I thought it was some weird racing term I hadn't heard of, but it actually involves driving rally cars. Now, Tell us more about that, because um, that's not something everybody does. And she said that sometimes you go rallying in Europe. So please inform us what that means. I haven't been rallying in Europe, but um, I do compete over here in the national rounds. I've done it probably the last 10 years. We did Otago Rally straight after I left Sydney Sale and and flew to Dunedin, and we raced that weekend. Uh, and, And like a lot of people that race cars, you're going really well until. So do you drive, yeah, Brett, or you're exactly. the co-driver? No, no, I drive. I oh, drive. God. Um, yeah, so I've um, <laughs> for quite a while, but the, probably the most exciting one, probably what Cherry alluded to, is we're, we're supposed to do an event this year which has been delayed for COVID, and it's called Peking to Paris. And so that's from Beijing to, to Paris, 36-day <laughs> race. Uh, so that we've, we've built a car for that, and that'll happen next year. So I'm really looking forward to that. It'll be a challenge. Whoa, 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 whoa. So, so Beijing like back in China here how, how do you actually get from Beijing to Paris? Is there a road you can do that on? I know that sounds like a stupid uh, well, question, but I presume there is. Yes, yes. Uh, so you basically head north out of Beijing uh, or Peking, uh, and then um, uh, straight through China, through Mongolia, and we were supposed to go to Russia. But uh, Mr. Putin's obviously made that a pretty ugly country to go to now. So we'll, we'll spend a fair bit of time in Mongolia, then head off to Turkmenistan and head through a few of the other stand countries, Turkey, on a boat to the bottom of Italy, then up through Europe to um, to uh, to Paris. So, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a, an, a, uh, an event of attrition. 
Um, so we race uh, sort of 10 days at a time, one day break, uh, 10 more days type of thing. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be it's going to be cool. There's five cars out of New Zealand doing it. There's 110 cars in the field. Uh, we hope to be competitive. Honestly, Brent, what a weird the, story. The, That's the, cool. The, the racing and New Zealand racing never ceases to amaze me with stuff like this. You guys, are, you people are just amazing. You strange things around the world. That's one of the best things. All right, circle. Let's go full circle before we let you go because I know you've got a busy morning. To Alyssa, is there any chance you'd tell us what sort of stallion you'd like to see her go to? We feel I haven't really done any matings for this year. Uh, her and Vamos BB will go across to Australia later on uh, in August, somewhere around there, to Sejinhoe, where we keep our mares, and she'll go to a, a, a probably a proven stallion over there, which, seeing all these stallion fees, you'll want to earn every cent you can today to pay for it. Um, yeah, so that she'll go there, get in fold, fold down again, then come home. So which we do, we do traditionally with our sort of better race mares. At the moment, we've got Loire up in UK. She's in fold of Frankel. Uh, she'll fold down up there and then hopefully maybe go to Frankel or Kingman depending on what's available and then come back down um, later on the year so that's a programme we've done for a fair while so those two years will head off there sometime Brett I don't mean to be crass but I've got to ask this because I know people at home are thinking the same thing what is Frankel's service fee? Well to be fair it's cheaper than I'm invincible Is it really? Southern Hemisphere Time Services I think they're about 65,000 Oh, okay. Uh, of course, I get you. Yeah. So it's off season yep. for them. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Off season for them, it's, a, it's a significantly cheaper. Uh, when I did sort of the calculations, it was it was around the same cost, maybe slightly less, to send the mare to England, go twice to Frankel at the service fee at the time, and return back to New Zealand than it was to send the mare to uh, Australia to go and so I'm invincible for two years. Awesome, Brent. That's actually really great information there. It's something that we, we learned. We learned a lot in this chat. I, I, I'd never, I'd never thought of that before. Off-season off breeding. I didn't know you could drive from China to Paris. You so should, Brent, take some, take some snacks. It's a long drive. <laughs> Thanks. For it's a long drive. <laughs> Thanks. But more, but more importantly, more importantly. Six more sleeps to go to a duck shooting. Yes, that's it. What was it? Six more sleeps to go to a duck shooting. It, is, it truly is rural Christmas, isn't it, Brent? Oh, I love May. I absolutely love May. I've shooted my whole life and uh, enjoy bird shooting and bird shoot with it like uh, Chittick and, and Sim Davidson and, and a few of the other boys as well. So, uh, very exciting time of the year. Oh, brilliant. We you, might be sure to guess next Saturday morning. You, you, you've, you've excited <laughs> me immensely, Brent. Awesome to chat to you this morning. Uh, enjoy the day and, and congratulations on a wonderful career of to Alyssa. Hopefully, she can go out on top for you. I hope so too, because she she's a, just a wonderful mayor. Whatever she does today, she'll be trying hard out. I'm sure about that. Yeah, completely agree. Brent Taylor, there you go. Looking, I think he's the managing director, official title at Trelawney Stud, but all things Trelawney Stud. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato, and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba da ba ba ba. Available after 10:30 a.m. for a limited time only.